0: Hey listeners, do you like ghost stories? Do you love ghost stories? Then you're in the right place. I'm
1: Courtney. And I'm Cindy. And this is The New Paranormal. I am so excited for this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I have... My entire life loved werewolves and loved creepy, weird animals. And now we have a podcast that I can just fucking talk about weird, creepy animals.
0: You are too funny. I don't even, I didn't really know much about werewolves until you were like, um, there's this thing called cryptozoology. Oh my and God, I love it. <laughs> I have to talk about it now. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's because the first episode we kind of talked about how we really wanted to cover. So many different topics yeah. in the paranormal and the occult. And that's why I'm so excited for this episode, because I love cryptozoology. And for those of you who don't know what cryptozoology is, you're probably going to roll your eyes at, at this episode. But the... <laughs> let me see. I googled I googled the definite definition. Definite definition.
0: That's, the definite definition.
1: The definite <laughs> definition. So on Google, if you Google cryptozoology definition, it says, The search for and study of animals whose existence or survival is disputed or unsubstantiated, such as the Loch Ness Monster and the Yeti. Two of which crypto, cryptids uh, I'm not super versed in. I've never really been into the Loch Ness Monster or the Yeti.
0: Um, You know, I find the Loch Ness Monster kind of interesting. I always wondered about it, too, but I never really looked much into it.
1: Yeah, I just... I don't know. I always loved... I think it's because they're not... They're not scary. I want the scary monsters. Give me I the creepy ones. I have to disagree.
0: I have to disagree, though.
1: <laughs> because... Yeah, because you're a big baby. You were so comes scared of the book I gave you. I'm <laughs>
0: so scared of the book. I have to admit, it's it's this was a fun uh, research project. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was really fun to... To look into all this stuff, but I don't know if I necessarily believe in the Loch Ness monster, but I, you know my fear of the ocean. Oh, so yeah. something massive just coming out of the ocean <laughs> is just so wild. I can't even think about it.
1: I think it's funny because I, I think Loch Ness and, um, and the Yeti or like Bigfoot are so much more not commercialized but like mainstream like that's like the mainstream
0: cryptids i agree like the other ones aren't really talked about too much not too much werewolves are definitely talked about though that's why i'm so excited (laughs) because i love i love werewolves
1: so much i always i always did it was a weird thing to like werewolves but i think there's so many different pop culture references that we see in movies and tv shows like who hasn't seen teen wolf really like the you saw the movie right are you going to tell me you didn't... God damn it, <laughs> Cynthia. Like, I are, haven't you seen,
0: kidding, are
1: you fucking kidding me? I haven't
0: seen Teen Wolf. You've never <laughs> seen
1: the movie Teen Wolf?
0: No. I know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is two have, times. This is two times. Every time I'm like, Cynthia, have you, you've seen this movie, right? This is a great movie. And she's like, no, no, I haven't caught it. Oh, like, this is embarrassing. <laughs> okay, well, we have a BuzzFeed article. <laughs> I can't even say this with a straight face. We have a BuzzFeed article that I pulled up on my phone that is a definitive ranking of werewolves in pop culture. And I think it's written by Dr. Livingston. I think that's their handle on something. I'm not sure. But I...
0: Sounds legit.
1: It's Yeah, it sounds really <laughs> legit. We are a top information podcast, all right?
0: We're going for it.
1: Okay, so on this list it was a really it was just a really lazy way of us to put together all of these pop culture references that have werewolves in them because when i asked cynthia have you ever seen movies with werewolves she said no and then i asked her about the <laughs> movies on this list and she saw almost every one of them <laughs> so with the 85 version of teen wolf out of the way cynthia has not seen that i have seen that and it's fucking hysterical because it's literally just um, obviously Michael J. Fox, for those of you who have seen the movie, running around with a very much Party City, like, werewolf mask on in a high school, and he's playing basketball. It's fucking hysterical. Anyway, the next one I asked you was Michael Jackson's Thriller video. Classic. where he Yeah, exactly. <laughs> definitely a classic. He turns into a werewolf at the end, which is also a little Teen Wolf-esque, because he's mm-hmm. got, like, the... um
0: The Letterman jacket. Yeah. yeah. That's
1: always what I think of. I'm always like, yeah, this is oh, the same it's, thing. it's probably
0: like a... <laughs> was it? What was the year? <laughs> we're, just, I know we're just talking, we're, speculating. I'm so sorry. Total um, speculation. Okay, so
1: Thriller came out before Teen Wolf. So, so. maybe Teen Wolf was inspired by Thriller. Who knows? <laughs> really hard-hitting stuff here on the new paranormal. Uh, <laughs> so this one was funny. I called out to Cynthia, have you have you seen the Harry Potter series? And she went, there's no werewolves in Harry Potter. And I said, yes, there is. <laughs>
0: And it's actually my favorite one. <laughs> that's a werewolf in it, yeah. Ironically, that's
1: probably my least favorite one. Really?
0: Yeah. This He's is the one with the time turn. He's right? Yeah. But oh, like,
1: yeah, look, that's it, my I'm, favorite one. I'm showing her a <laughs> gif of uh, Remus Lupin as a werewolf screaming. I think
0: they did a pretty good job. It reminds me of Planet of the Apes. That does not remind me of Planet of the
1: Apes. I've only no. seen one of the Planet of the Apes. So there,
0: then, so that, then that,
1: no! <laughs> I'm not the definitive... Courtney. <laughs> person to go Next. to. On of the okay. <laughs> this one is my favorite, and I'm honestly a little offended that you've never watched this show before. Right. Buffy the Vampire Slayer <laughs> oh, is yeah. one of the worst renditions of werewolves because again, it looks like they're just wearing mm-hmm. like a, a like those big bunny suits, it looks like that just as a werewolf. Yeah,
0: it it just was the time, you know. But
1: Oz was a really good werewolf boyfriend and I think <laughs> I I'm really so serious She's about this. She's shipping years, years, years later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm still I'm still fighting for Oz. I think he couldn't for anyone that's a Buffy fan, I don't think he could have controlled it.
0: <laughs> Any better
1: than he did,
0: alright? I can't believe you right now. Oh,
1: I'm, don't think, I'm going to post pictures of this on our Instagram, and I want to hear everyone's opinions on Oz as a werewolf. Anyway.
0: I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Listen,
1: you should be watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer regardless of there being werewolves in it, because, oh my god, Spike is the best vampire that has ever been shown on TV, and No. Don't even look at me. Cynthia's looking at me because why?
0: Because I love Twilight. Boo. <laughs> You're just a hater to the ump degree. It's a I great hate Twilight. It's a great book. <laughs> it's a great book. I stand by the book. The movies really suck. You really have to give it to Stephanie Mayer though. You do. Don't give me that look. You do. You do. What do I have to
1: give to Stephanie She (laughs)
0: ties in Native American traditions and werewolves very nicely. It wasn't overdone. It was actually done very well.
1: That's true. Because we have some information later that we'll get to about that. And I it's very relevant. I guess. It's just not... I don't... I am not a fan. But... I'm so excited to talk about this because it's kind of new for me because I just started watching it. Oh, God. And you know how much I loved It and the actor from It plays on this show, Hemlock Grove, on Netflix. If anyone watched it, it's from, like, four years ago. And it's not that good, but it's so good. Kind of like Riverdale because I fucking love Riverdale so much. Anyway. This show Hemlock Grove on Netflix is about like werewolves and like weird gypsy shit, which is awesome. I I've watched like four episodes, but I really like it. Um what was the t- <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> the term that they were using you were like telling me. They kept before. calling
1: him gypsy trash all the time, and I'm <laughs> like, oh my god, like this is supposed to be like current times, right? <laughs> but they have the 100% the best werewolf transformation. And I'm going to spoil it a little bit. I'm not going to tell you who it is, but the person who's a werewolf literally rips out of their human skin. It is, I was not expecting it at all. He, I'm telling you, his body rips off, and it's like a wolf climbing out of a human casing. And then the wolf eats the body part, like the skin it's so metal. I couldn't even believe it. I it couldn't believe it. It's the skin, like of its human self. Really, it's like it's breaking out. And then of this like weird human skin that it's so fucking weird. I'm gonna, I'm have gonna to try to, try check to post a video of it on Instagram uh, when I put this episode out because I don't really GIF, know how to do GIF, that.
0: Jif, jif,
1: jif. <laughs> what are you saying? Jif. It's GIF. GIF, <laughs> gif, gif, gif,
0: gif, gif,
1: gif. I don't, know, I don't know how to do that. So um, if I find out how to do that, I will definitely post it, but I'll probably link it somewhere because it is, I'm telling you, the eyeball pops out. It's crazy. <laughs> it is so crazy. It's probably one of my favorite like werewolf scenes ever.
0: I know Van Helsing is on there. You've never seen Van Helsing. I've
1: never seen Van Helsing. That's my
0: favorite fucking movie. Is it? <laughs> yeah. I love Van Helsing. It's,
1: it's your favorite movie. movie and you said you didn't see any werewolf I- <laughs> <laughs>
0: It really takes me back. It's such an old... It's an oldie but a goodie, it is. Okay, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you.
1: So, obviously, we have our own feelings on a lot of werewolf pop culture, but there's a lot of um, historical information about werewolves that I knew some of it, you knew a little bit of it, and we got into a lot of it with researching, and I found out that there were records of men turning into wolves dating back to like ancient Greece.
0: That is very interesting.
1: Yeah, like medieval doctors had like documents of I mean, obviously medieval doctors aren't really that reputable, <laughs> but they still they had like documents of lycanthropy, of people like turn the transformation turning into wolves. And I'm like, "Okay, but what could that have been other than actual?" Yeah, like we're not are- like, "Oh, this is definitely a fact," but uh, like w- what What's your explanation for
0: that? They would have had to have been on some serious drugs. Yeah, there would have had to have been
1: something, like, serious going yeah. on for it to be documented as someone is physically turning into a wolf.
0: Yeah, that's intriguing.
1: Yeah, yeah. that's weird as shit.
0: Even um in France, the south of France was affected in, like the early 1700s, and... um, Jean-Paul Grenier. (laughs) I love him. (laughs) And...
1: He was such a weirdo. A
0: hundred people were killed in a town, and... It was insane. Right? He was
1: young. He was, like, a teenager.
0: And the French army discovered that it was, like, dog-wolf hybrids. Yeah.
1: It was insane. It was... he. He, like, had no friends. For those of you who haven't, like, read in depth into this, he had, like, no friends. He was very antisocial and spent a lot of his time in the woods. And he was, like, you know, making friends with animals. And it was reported that he would, he had a language with the animals. And it was, like, a lot of, like, grunts and growls and sign language. And that he could communicate with them and he would hunt with them. Like, it was weird as shit. Like, how do you explain that? Legitimately, like, other you than... You really
0: can't. There's just no way. Exactly.
1: Like, I don't know. I Listen, I get it if you're not believing in, you know, werewolves and, you know, dog men, stuff like that. And that's fine. Like, everyone has their beliefs. But I need some some explanations then. There's
0: some, <laughs> there's some pretty serious lore out there on oh, yeah. werewolves. Oh, yeah. That is, I mean, it's intriguing. You have to admit it.
1: Yeah, know? but... What's crazy about the Jean Paul Grenier case is that he had multiple incidents of confrontations with people in the town, where I don't know they probably were like, "Hey, you're weird," and he was like, "Fuck you." But he <laughs> would threaten them, and he would like tell them that they were going to be attacked, and then later they would be attacked by this weird wolf dog hybrid creature that no one had an explanation for. No one knew exactly what it was because it was different than a wolf, different than a dog. Right. No one knew. What this thing was and people were just being killed and attacked it was crazy unexplainable so once he was captured he ended up being sentenced to a monastery like he lived in a monastery till he died at 20 but they said that when he was living in the monastery his features became more wolf-like really yeah like how fucking weird is that? i don't know it's it's so creepy i think that's why i like it so much because like How does that even happen? How does this happen? I need more information. I need pictures. I need sightings. I need more.
0: Okay, so in my research Mm -hmm. um, with werewolves... I came across the Skinwalkers. Yes, they are really creepy. Yeah, scary. Yeah, and they're not nice. No, no, I love <laughs> it. Not, I mean, werewolves aren't really that nice either. They're okay. They're like puppy people. They can't help it. They can't help it. It just <laughs> happens. But with Skinwalkers, they wanted it to happen. They did it purposefully, and they have sort of like this initiation. Mm-hmm. Um, they, it said. In various tribes and traditions, because skinwalkers are a Native American idea, and they have this initiation Mm -hmm. where they have to perform an unspeakable act, and it's said that you have to kill your closest kin, or, (laughs) I I know, kill your closest kin. Try to get a little
1: more vulgar, guys.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, or kill someone close to you, whatever that it is, and, um they operate under completely dark forces and they're able to transform not only into a werewolf, but they can turn into owls and crows and coyotes and bears. (laughs) And they have more than, like, they have more than one name. Some tribes call them skin changers. Ew, and that sounds gross. I know it's like I peeling away like, the yeah. skin.
1: I definitely <laughs> like skinwalker better than skin changer,
0: <laughs> and bear walkers too because okay. they can also be bears. I'll
1: get bear walkers okay.
0: Yeah, and <laughs> mostly they stalk. They stalk you, and and they they curse you, and it's said that these skin have like black tongues. Oh my god. So that's how you know they're a skinwalker, oh, and you perfect. know that <laughs> you know that their um, their soul is poison. Basically. Wear on to
1: you guys.
0: <laughs> Don't open your fucking mouth. <laughs> so the most common is a wolf, mm-hmm. but Stephanie Mayer kind of.
1: <laughs> I'm rolling my eyes. She's as
0: rolling as as she said, her eyes. She said Stephanie Mayer,
1: no, and I just rolled my on. eyes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay.
0: like all right. Da. No. All
1: right. Give it she, to me straight.
0: She does. She brings it back to the idea of these Native Americans having this tradition in their blood, and that's really cool. <laughs> so they're evil shamans. Mm-hmm. They are able to change whenever they want, whether it's day or night, and they can turn into whatever they want to, and werewolves transform during a full moon, yeah, correct? Yeah, so they
1: have less Less choice in the matter. Exactly.
0: exactly. That's why werewolves are better. <laughs> they are, They I cannot agree. control it. They it's can't. It's not their fault. No, and these and these Ozzy deserved better. <laughs> That's it. Oh, um, God. Everything Abby. you say
1: will tie back to my love for Seth Green in, uh, in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, so just prepare yourselves for that.
0: Oh, good old Seth. <laughs> um... I also read that they were able to okay. <laughs> they were able to read minds and they would bait people into leaving their homes by recreating the cries of their loved ones and family members. Oh my god, that is so <laughs> fucked up. I know. It's so crazy. So these people would like retreat from their homes thinking their loved ones were hurt somewhere. Damn. And then they'd fucking die. Those are some <laughs> scumbag
1: fucking werewolves. Like.
0: They're evil. <laughs> They're not mm-hmm. nice. I know. They're aggressive and dubious and not in a fun <laughs> way. No. <laughs> now in the gypsy
1: culture, like pertaining to werewolves, you... De- definitely did not have the choice. You weren't like, let's sacrifice our favorite person in the world to become <laughs> this weird, evil shaman killer thing. Right. You were cursed by another gypsy that did not like you or like your family. And it could just be that you fell into the lineage. Like, it wasn't even that you were specifically cursed. It could have been your father or your grandfather or your uncle. Like, Inheritance. It, exactly. Yeah. It just, that sucks. Yeah. I'd be so pissed. Imagine, like, you just find out that because you're... Great-grandfather pissed some person off. You're now, a fucking werewolf. And you like.
0: have to chain yourself in your dungeon. <laughs>
1: I feel like that's such a good that's, solution,
0: but it's so smart and it's so it's so nice of them. It like, is. Thank you because
1: they're good people and they don't deserve all the hate.
0: Okay, so before we briefly mentioned the word lycanthropy, Mm -hmm. and the actual definition of lycanthropy is the supernatural transformation of a person into a wolf. And then there's a second definition that says it's a form of madness involving the delusion of being an animal, usually a wolf, corresponding with altered behaviors. So basically what we're looking at is... The phenomenon versus the... Mental. psycho yeah, the- <laughs> yeah. Psychosis. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Which is kind of interesting because I feel like any abnormality or difference in behavior that is actually normal mm-hmm. in society in medieval times was categorized as madness. Oh, yeah. Oh, you definitely. know what I mean? Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm still a skeptic, though. <laughs>
1: Well, I think that's how you have to approach some of these situations. Like, you can't just go in blindly believing every, you know, cryptid story, or every ghost story, really. (laughs) Because you have to, like, look at the facts, look at everything that's happened, and really, like, take it for what it is. But one of the cases that I always find so hard to look at from a skeptic's perspective is uh, the South End werewolf. Now that is a story in uh South End on, on the uh, South End on the sea. I don't know, England is weird.
0: Um, in Essex,
1: <laughs> Essex in England, I don't know, whatever, Europe. Um, you were about to say this, New Jersey, <laughs> I was actually about to say uh, New York. <laughs> I was like, not New York. Um, this man, Bill Ramsey, was. Strange. He was a he was a bit of a strange case. Uh, he was actually interviewed by Ed and Lorraine Warren, who are the demonologist couple from The Conjuring. You know, okay. And um, they have a book called Werewolf, and it's super interesting. But it's about Bill Ramsey and how he started having these. They they label them as seizures when he was very young. I think he was like nine years old, and he would just be overcome with this like animalistic rage. Really, he was. In, like, a garden in his backyard. This is, like, nine years old. This is a small child, nine years old, in England. And he talks about, like, a cold gust of air taking over him. And he would have these, like, flashes of being a wolf. Like, he was... I don't know if you could really call it um, hallucinations, but he was getting, like, visions of him himself as a wolf. And he ripped apart, by hand and teeth ripped apart a fence at nine years old in the backyard. Like, his parents witnessed it. They were like, oh. Uh. Like a
0: chain-link fence? Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, it was insane. Like, I was reading it, and I was just like, oh, no. Like, <laughs> like how do you even react to your nine-year-old, like, being so overcome with a rage inside them that they're ripping apart a fence like an animal? So, as he got older, you know, he kind of suppressed it a little bit more Uh, He had a wife. I think he had kids, too. And he would have these dreams of being a wolf. And, you know, he kept trying to suppress it, suppress it, suppress it. And one night he, like, attacked, I think, hospital aides. He was in the hospital, and he was just attacking these people. And it was... They had him, like, chained down to beds. It was insane. It's one of the craziest things I've ever read. And I think it's it's almost difficult to look at it from a skeptic position. (laughs) But... I don't know. I I think anyone that's interested at all should definitely look into that case because it's wild. It's so wild. And what's crazy is that this is all, like, relatively recently. This is, like, throughout the 80s. Like, that's all...
0: That's, like,
1: now, basically.
0: Yeah. (laughs) In this lifetime. Yeah, right? Like, people
1: are so alive that were alive when Bill Ramsey was going nuts.
0: Yeah, that's pretty crazy because it's not medieval times. Exactly. It's not the 1700s. Exactly. It's, It's relevance. So now he goes on this fit of rage in this hospital. Does he kill anybody though? No, I don't. uh, As far as my understanding,
1: he never actually murdered anyone. He wasn't a murderer. He was just, a a lot of the times he actually checked himself into uh, psychiatric wards because he knew how dangerous he was as a person. And that's when he linked up with Ed and Lorraine Warren. And he came back to Connecticut. And I think they actually performed an exorcism on him. And that's, how he kind of became, like, a normal human being again or as close to a normal human being as possible. But that's interesting. He, like, very seriously injured uh, a good handful of, like, grown adults. Like, really, like, he was, like, choking people out or, like, biting them so severely that they had to get surgery. Like, it was, it's crazy. It's really so crazy. Everyone needs to read this book by Ed and Lorraine Warren because it reads, first of all, it's so well made. It reads like a documentary,
0: Talk about being self-aware though, that he would check himself in. Well, wouldn't you? That's the same vein as
1: as we oh, were talking about true. the werewolves chaining themselves up. Like same situation. Looking out for other people because
0: you know you're it's a like, danger. Put me in a padded room. Yeah, exactly. I'm a danger. How fucking crazy.
1: <laughs> now, for any of you werewolf fans out there, we hope that you enjoy this episode, but also we'd like to hear from you about any cases that you might find really interesting that you want us to look into or think that we would enjoy really so keep talking to us on instagram keep emailing us at the new paranormal podcast at gmail.com
0: and thank you guys so much for listening we'll see you next week